so much for today. What a blessing, what a blessing to be in your presence. We thank you, O oh God, for your love. We thank you for your message. We thank you, O oh God, for the joy of being in your house, O oh God. There's no better place to be. Oh, we worship you. We worship you. Just lift up your hand and just thank God, thank him, and worship him and bless him. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We bless you. Oh, we thank you, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God. Oh, we bless you, O oh God. Oh, we worship you. We worship you. We bless you, O God. Thank you, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. We worship you. We give you praise. And here we are. Lifting our hands to you. And here we are. Giving you thanks for all you do. And as we pray and worship your holy name. Oh, you are here, dwelling within our praise. Oh, lift up your hand to the Lord, let's sing it. And here we are, oh, lifting our hands to you. The words must be on the screen. Here we are, here we are, giving you thanks. Giving you thanks for all you do. Oh, and as we praise and worship your holy name. You are here. You are here. Dwelling within our praise. Father, we thank you. That as we worship and praise you, you are here in our midst. We thank you. We give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Well, we have declared this month as a month of fruitfulness. Amen. Oh, your Amen is weak. And so, we, we are believing God that we're going to be fruitful in every way. You are going to see it in the name of Jesus. You will go for visit abroad. And come. Hallelujah. Hey. You are seeing it practically happening in your life. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. And it shall happen. And not just what you are seeing. He says that by your, your ear also shall hear. May you hear good news this week. May somebody call you. Oh, I don't know whether I'm, I'm at the, am I, am I at the right place. 
may you receive a phone call. And when you say hello, may the person begin to speak some good things to you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Wow. Verse 12. He said, you shall flourish. This morning I'm prophesying over you that you will flourish in whatever your hand finds to do. May you flourish in it in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I shall flourish. I declare over you as a prophet of God that may you flourish in whatever you are doing. In the name of Jesus. And you will flourish like a palm tree. Because a palm tree is useful on every side. When you have a palm tree, you can use it for every The whole tree is useful. The branches can be used to make a, a house something. You usually do some of those things. You can make broom from the branches. You can use the, the kennel oil. You can use the husk of the kennel to make palm nut soup. Uh, you can use the the, the, the heart, this thing, to make fire. Don't they use it for fire? Everything is useful in the palm tree. The stem itself can be used for palm wine. Hey! That shall be your testimony. <laughs> everything about you is fruitful in the name of Jesus. Wow, everything. Everything. So, your talking is bringing fruitfulness. Even your walking is bringing fruitfulness. And then he said in verse 13, he said, those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish. So, so this is not just anybody at all. It's talking about people who are really planted in the house of God. That's why he said the righteous shall flourish. So you must be somebody who is connected in the house of God. Not somebody who comes today, but tomorrow we don't see you. Somebody who is planted doesn't move up and down. I mean, you don't see a plant here today, like these plants that are here. Then tomorrow we come and so it is at Kunka, or it has decided to move to uh, whatever. Manguase. No. But the, the thing is planted. So if you are planted in this house, you are here every Sunday, you shall flourish. We see flourishing in your life. Then he said in verse 14, he said, They shall still bring forth fruits in old age. <laughs> hey! Hey! This blessing that is coming upon you is not just for a short time. Even when you are an old man, I see you, you have built many houses. And then be there. And then the businesses are working for you. You know people retire. Some people retire at the age of 50. Oh yeah. 50. No, I retire. Because he has flourished. He has become established. He has become fruitful. Things are working. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I am believing God for you. For myself. Every one of us. That at the time of your retirement. You will not look back in regret. And say ah. Wasted years, wasted years. That will not be your song. Your song will be that you are flourishing even in old age. Receive it in Jesus' name. Sit down.
That is God's desire for you. So, David was saying, and he started by saying in Psalm 92 verse 10, he said that, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. The anointing begins a process in your life. The anointing releases things into your life. And that is why every child of God must be interested in the anointing. Without the anointing in your life, your life will be uh, empty. It will be bleak. It's a word. It will be barren. And that is what God wants us to avoid. When the anointing is there, it breaks things. It destroys things that don't allow you to flourish. Things that prevent you from breaking out and and doing well in life. The anointing comes to take it away. Barrenness is not the desire of God. When you read Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26, the Bible says that God said, let us make man in our image. God, God wants us to be like him. God wants us to do well just like him. Your, your life, your marriage, your business, your spiritual life, everything about you, God wants you to do well. So he said, let us make man in our image and in our life and let them have dominion over the fish, over the sea, the dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air. Because some of us even to get fried fish to eat is a problem. You should be eating fried fish easily. You buy kinky and then the fish, small fish. Then you do what we call suffer to gain. Do you know suffer to gain? Do you know suffer to gain? Hey! See, some people, they reserve their fish for last. So they suffer with the kinky. Kinky, then eventually they gain with the fish. And then they are happy. It is called suffer to gain. Put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> suffer to gain. No, 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 no. God doesn't want you to suffer to gain. Abai. <laughs> See the food that they are eating, the meat. They have wedged the meat at the corner. <laughs> some people even put the meat under the fufu. Have you seen some before? They lift the fufu and put the meat under. So, so the food, there's no this thing. One man, he soup a lot of, he had put a lot of garden eggs inside the soup. He said, hey, why is there a lot of garden eggs? He said, this one is introbanam, introbanam, introbanam. So the numb is all garden eggs. But God wants you to have dominion over the fish. Over the fowl. In other words, the chicken. You must be chewing chicken. <laughs> and over, over what? The cattle. Meat. Mm. Win them. And over all the earth. And over every creeping thing. 
Maybe you don't like something, but some people like snakes. Some people like, yeah, 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 yeah. When you go to Korea, they eat snakes. When they serve you, you should be wondering what has you have been served. Dr. Yong Cho always says that if Adam and Eve were Koreans, they wouldn't have the problems we are having. When the devil came, they would have eaten him already. <laughs> They'll finish him. Verse 28, he says, So God, okay, 27, created man in his own image. 28 says that, And God blessed them. Shall that blessing, you have no idea. <laughs> it's the Lord. Today, may you be blessed by God. As the anointing hits you, it's, it's something, it releases things into your life. And God blessed them. God blessed them. He anointed them. God blessed them. Oh, may you be blessed. Harry, please get me my oil because I, I, I need to anoint people today. And God blessed them. And God blessed them. May you be blessed today. May, may you be blessed on every side. Bible said, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. In other words, you wouldn't have been rich, but the blessing made you, made you rich. And added no sorrow. And God blessed them. And he said, what did he say? His word for them was that, be fruitful. That is what God wants for us. He wants us to be fruitful. Fruitfulness is supposed to be our portion. Oh, and as a church, we are going to be very fruitful. Our fruits will be everywhere. Everywhere in Obuas, there will be the fruit of Lighthouse Chapel International there. And you too, I see you having fruits. You have souls. Spiritual fruits. Financial fruits. Physical fruits. Receive it in Jesus' name. And he said, Multiply. More. When it comes to fruits, God wants more. He doesn't just want you to have something small. Oh. What is it? These type of things. No. God doesn't work like that. He works with more. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. Replenish. We should have more, we should multiply our choirs. It should not just be one choir singing. There should be more choirs singing. As this choir is the regular choir will come and sing. Then Calypso choir will come and sing. <laughs> it will happen in the name of Jesus. The Bible says you shall see it though. And you shall hear it. You, you'll be there. You'll be hearing something. They say, they say they're having some choir called Calypso choir. And you'll be there. you remember that we said it today. Subdue the earth. Have dominion. So, when, and, and that's why all of us, we must desire it. Because when you become fruitful, that's when you also have dominion. In fact, everything you need in life, I'm telling you, when you start becoming fruitful in God, everything you need will come to you. It's all connected. It's all connected. That is why God desires that you will be fruitful. Once you become fruitful, every good thing in life 
that you need, it will come to you. So decide. Decide so that you can begin to have dominion. Dominion. Somebody say dominion. Shall have dominion. That's the desire of God. You know, but Satan doesn't want you to have dominion. He wants you always to be under, always struggling, no money. Every day you are struggling. Satan's desire is that we will struggle and struggle and struggle. That is why we must break away from the dominion of the devil. Oh, yeah. We must break away. Isaiah 10, when you read Isaiah 10 verse 25, the Bible says that the Israelites, they were under a certain dominion. Put it there, Isaiah 10 25, my brother. It said, for yet a very little while, and the indignation shall cease. Hallelujah. And my anger shall be what? Why is it keeping, why does it keep going off? There's something wrong. All right. Hmm. Can somebody turn to it and read it for us? Because he said, "Yet a little while, I declare from today, whatever has had dominion over you, yet a little while, it is breaking away in Jesus' name. Yet a little while, the indignation shall cease, and my anger in their destruction." God is going to become angry and destroy them all. He said in verse 26, He said, And the Lord of hosts shall stir up a scourge for him according to the slaughter of Midian at the rock of Oreb. And as his rod was upon the sea, so shall he lift it up after the manner of Egypt. So the same way Moses lifted up the rod over the sea, Kabo Shikarabasanda, God is about to lift up his rod over us. Any hold of the devil over your life shall be broken in Jesus' name. Just as the Israelites were delivered from the hold of the Egyptians, God is breaking you out of every hold of Satan. Receive it in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says that how is he going to do that? It's in verse 27, which has been our verse for this month. He said, and it shall come to pass in that day. I believe that today is that day. Oh, your amen is weak. I said, I believe today is that day. Somebody, the devil has had his way in your life for too long. But today is that day. It shall come to pass in that day. That his burden shall be taken away from off your shoulder today. Whatever burden has been on your shoulder, may you be loose from it in the name of Jesus. Sometimes some things weigh you down. It doesn't allow you to come out. It doesn't allow you to break out. You are just contained in one place. But from today, the limitation that has been on you is taken away. He said, 
the burden shall be taken away from off your shoulder. And his yoke from off your neck. Because you see, the animals in those days, they used the yoke to hold them. And they pulled them. Because of the yoke, they can't do anything. They are being controlled. They, they, they just have to follow the leading of whoever is leading them. So they just go. Because the yoke is holding them. But today, that yoke is being broken in the name of Jesus. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Because of the anointing. Because of the anointing. So when David said, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Then he started prophesying those things in his life. He knew that as soon as the anointing comes. You know, when God pronounced this thing over Adam and Eve, it was after that that the devil came on the scene. And the devil came to bring destruction. And that was the beginning of barrenness. So the Bible says in Genesis 3, 16, the Lord said to the woman, He said, you, you will, you will, you will struggle. You will, he said what? He said, I will multiply your sorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. In sorrow shall you bring forth. So it's like there is something, there is a curse, there is something that is there that prevents you. It's like, dear, you have to be sad, you have to be, you should not be happy, you should not be, oh, from today I break you away from every sorrow. Enough. To bring forth something. To bring forth a job. To bring forth some money. To bring forth some, something small. You will have to be in sorrow. No. 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 When Christ came, He came to break us away from all these things. Oh yeah. So this case that was there. The Bible says that, Genesis 3.13 says that, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. The Bible says that being a curse himself, he became a curse so that you would not be cursed. Yeah. Why? So that the blessing of Abraham might come upon us, the Gentiles. God wants a certain blessing. Oh, Receive a blessing in the name of Jesus. Because the blessing that will set you free. Deuteronomy 7.14 I hope I got that scripture right. He said, I will bless. He said, you shall be blessed above all people. <laughs> this morning I'm just prophesying over you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. In your family, may you be blessed above all. At your workplace, may you be blessed above all. In the business you are doing, may you be blessed above all. In your school, may you be blessed above all. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. 
<laughs> there shall not be male or female barren. God's desire is that you will not be barren. No, barrenness is not a good thing. You see, Bishop's book, I intentionally took it this morning. He gives 20 definitions of barrenness. I won't read everything, but to be barren means you are unfruitful. To be barren means you are sterile. To be barren means that you are childless. You don't have a child. To be barren means you are non-productive. <laughs> to be barren means you are deficient in production. From today you shall not be deficient. To be barren means you are not conceiving at all. <laughs> to be barren means you are producing in small quantities. To be barren means you are depleted. You are a desert. To be barren means you are dull. You are impoverished. You are poor. But he said, you shall be blessed above all people. Receive the blessing of above all people. Barrenness in the church means that there is no growth in the number of church members. That is what it is. And we refuse it in Jesus' name. There shall be growth in the number of church members. There shall be growth to the back of the church. Barrenness in the church means that there are no converts. Souls are not giving their life to Christ. Barrenness in the church means that there is no growth in attendance. Okay, people come to church today, tomorrow is the same number, next time same number or even less. That shall not be our portion. Oh, I thought somebody was saying. Barrenness in the church means there is no growth in the number of full-time staff. In the number of people being baptized. And by the way, we are going to have baptism. We're going to have, I think, first Saturday of October, we are having baptism. We should have baptism. <laughs> Barrenness means absence of healings and miracles in the church. Oh, I, I declare a new season of healings and miracles in the church. Receive your portion in Jesus' name. Barrenness means there's no growth in the number of leaders. And that is why we want more people to become leaders in the church. Some of you have just been in the church not doing anything. Especially the ladies. Women are very good shepherds. When a woman is taking care of a sheep, I'm telling you, they do better than the men. The men, they just leave the sheep and then they die. They just go away. But women will follow them up, make sure that they are established in the church. That's why we need more women. We break that barrenness in Jesus' name. It means there's no increase in the knowledge of God. That's why we ensure, we teach you the word. We memorize scripture. We are learning the word of God every Sunday. We're having meetings. We're having Bible study. Basenta meetings. Center meetings. We are studying the word of God. Everybody. Barrenness in the church means there are no visions and dreams. Oh, people will be having visions and dreams. Barrenness means no outreach, no prayer, hey, no understanding, no basentes and different things starting. No, it, it is breaking in Jesus' name because the anointing is on us. We must believe it. 
See, the Bible says in Isaiah, um, Isaiah 30, is it 35, uh, verse 50, I, I'm trying to remember a scripture. It says that, except the Spirit be poured upon us from on high. Yeah, 32.15. Isaiah 32.15. Until the Spirit is poured. If the Spirit is not poured on us, I'm telling you. He said, we will become, he said, the wilderness will become a fruitful field. The only way the wilderness will become fruitful is when the Spirit is poured. And the fruitful field will become a forest. Forest. We, we need a forest. We need more. <laughs> That's God's desire. That's God's plan. I, I like that plan. I don't know about you, but I like that plan. Fruitful, multiply, increase. This type of things. Me, I love it. I don't want this type of thing today now. You don't have anything. Tomorrow is down. The church is going down. No, we want the church to be increasing all the time. I want to see more cars. Increase of cars on the car. Who is receiving your own on the car park? No, no, no. Three cars, four cars. No, 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 no. We are expecting more cars. And I prophesy that your car is parked there. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Believe it. That's why we need the anointing. And that is why from now to the end of the month, I want to be anointing you. Anointing you. Because you must break free. Break out of every limitation. Because some of us are late. No, 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 no. Poverty, no, no, you're too much. You need to break into something. Your whole life, your business is, uh, what do you call it? Hand to mouth. Hand to mouth. No, 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 no. You can't save some. You can't build a house. No, you must be able to have extra to save. Yeah. So you can build. No, I'm believing God. Every day I tell God, bless the people in the church. Bless them. Bless them. May you have twin miracles. <laughs> May you have triplet miracles. May you have quadruplet miracles. Receive it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> oh, we are loaded with things inside of us. We are loaded. Listen, next week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're going to fast. And we are going to pray for our fruitfulness. I'm telling you, it's going to be powerful. Then the Saturday turning point, we will have the outdooring service. <laughs> because after you have given birth, you need to have outdooring. We are coming to name our miracles. Name every one of them. Name your car. Name your house. Name your husband. Name your job. To be too nice. To be now, we'll be singing, praising God. We'll be declaring things, acclamations and proclamations. <laughs> You see, somebody may ask, what is the anointing? I need to close because my time is up. But the anointing is simple. The anointing is the Holy Spirit. 
And that is why everybody must desire. In fact, one of the prayers you must pray every day. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Every day, ask God for the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. It says that how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power. So, what is the anointing? What was the thing that God anointed Jesus Christ with? The Holy Spirit. So, when God is anointing you, His Spirit is coming upon you. Today, may the Holy Ghost come upon you. When the Spirit comes upon you, your life is different. Next week, I'm sure I'll, I'll take you into some more things. But when the Spirit comes upon you, I'm telling you, a lot of things change when the Holy Spirit comes and becomes a part of it. Yeah. Jesus said to the disciples, tarry in Jerusalem until you are undue with power from on high. Don't do anything. When the Holy Ghost doesn't come, you will struggle to do the thing. But the Bible says in Acts 1.8, Jesus, the Bible says, he said to them, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and even to the uttermost part of the earth. When the Holy Ghost begins to work in our lives, our businesses will do well. Sometimes the Holy Ghost is grieved when we leave him out of the things we do. And let me tell you, the level to which you are influenced by the Holy Spirit is the level of anointing that will be on your life. For many people, the Holy Ghost doesn't have any influence in your life. When you are going somewhere, the Holy Ghost is not in it to tell you this. Now, if you allow the Holy Spirit some businesses, you will not enter into them. Because he will tell you, it's our business way, it won't work. This marriage, it will work. The Holy Ghost will tell you, don't go into it. It will be married full of troubles. But we leave him out. We, we do our own things. And that's why we are not fruitful. We are not fruitful in the business. We are not fruitful in our marriages. We are not fruitful in anything we are doing. But when the Holy Spirit comes, <laughs> he will be there. The Bible says he will guide you into all truth. He will help you. He's a helper. That's his name. He helps. He will bring help into your life. You will become fruitful. Fruitfulness. He breaks the yokes that is in your life. And today I believe that certain yokes must be broken. Some of you, you can see it. That Charlie, some things and koye. And koye in that side. And koye, you can see that something is hindering you. You have come to a point that you are not going further. But today we are taking that limit off. He said, say to the righteous. Isaiah chapter 3, verse 10. He said, say to the righteous that it shall be well with you. Today, I declare that it shall be well with you. And the Bible says that, and they shall eat the fruit of their doings or the fruit of their labor. So, when you work, you must enjoy the fruit of your labor. 
you must enjoy it. That's what I'm declaring over you. That God is going to make you enjoy. Today as the anointing oil touches you, may you break free from every hold of the devil. Stand to your feet. I want you to pray. Just pray. Ask God for the Holy Spirit. Pray in tongues. Open your mouth. Pray everywhere. Wherever you are, open your mouth and pray. Just two minutes, three minutes. Ask God for the Holy Spirit. Open your mouth and pray. There's an anointing for fruitfulness over here today. And God is releasing it upon you. The Spirit of the Lord is coming upon you. Jesus wants to put that Spirit on you. He said, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me for He has anointed me. Open your mouth and pray. And ask God to anoint you. Ask God to touch you. Ask God to fill you with the Spirit. Open your mouth and pray. You know the areas where you are lacking. Pray that God will release you. Ask God for the Holy Spirit. Open your mouth. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Pray, somebody, pray. Don't be lazy about this. Don't be lazy about this. You must see the desire of your heart. You must hear the desires of your heart. In the name of Jesus, 